No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone is back. And as always, it's brought to you by Chemist Warehouse, the real home of fragrances. Danny Frawley. Good evening to you. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, listeners. Uh, yes, Chemist Warehouse, what a magnificent uh, store. Went there today, just got a few shavers and Did you? Uh, yeah, got a little bit of perfume, mate. Um, or per- aftershave. <laughs> aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> Perfumes for it's ladies. Not, it's not your best start, that <laughs> no, one. No, it's not. <laughs> tell you what, uh, I'm smelling quite uh, good, Jack. But uh, You're looking fresh. Well, I'll tell you why I'm fresh, and that's why. I'm lucky enough, and as you are, to work all weekend in the footy. That's it. And we're wired from 5 o'clock Friday night till basically my shift finishes at 7.30 on a Sunday night. So Mondays I try and not do a lot. Got up, uh, took the took Keely to school, had a coffee with Anita, took the dog for a walk. And about 3 o'clock, Jack, I don't normally do this, but I've got into a little bit of a habit of having a power nap. A little snooze. Now, it was two hours. It That's was, more than a snooze. It was. Now, you obviously needed it. My, I, I am up and about right now. I had first world problems. Friday night, footy. Yeah. You're up early. You probably get four hours sleep. As you know, the adre- adrenaline uh, flies in. Then I had my daughter's 18th Saturday night. Yeah. The George ah, on yes. Collins. If you ever want a nice little drink down there, the George on Collins. And then the footy Sunday and then the show Sunday night. So fairly tired as far as um, but first world problem. But to have that power nap today and to look at my watch and sort of miss miss two hours of life was was actually quite good so i'm up and about but tonight's all about prostate a very important subject yeah. this one and for those and i struggled for a while i didn't know the difference between prostate and prostrate prostrates when you're lying flat on your back and prostate's obviously to do with men and we're going to introduce we'll introduce him now dr Ram white the uh the doctor of the stars jack have a look at him good looking rooster hey, Danny. hello Ron. Just come out of makeup, Danny. Yeah, uh, Rowan's been all around Melbourne today on the Vespa. On the Vespa, flying around. That's the only way to get around Melbourne now, Jack. You, you Unless just... you've got a Harley, of course. Can you lane split in the Harley? Just no, out of interest? no. Plug that you on another jam. show, mate. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, the Vespa's, uh, Rowan's the one that talked me into it, Jack. I've nearly got Jack over the corner, over around the corner with a Vespa. You'd look good in the Vespa, I reckon. Yeah. We're with yeah, the media. You've got the cricket now, there'd be, Jack. There'd be a few trying to run me over, Rowan. No. I thought. <laughs> For all those people out there, and this is off, the, off uh, Broadway, you've got to assume no one can see you on the road when you're on a motorbike or a Vespa. It's Correct. as simple as that. If you start thinking everyone can see you, that's the first downfall to, to get in a little bit of trouble. Now, Spud Rowan's here. We're yeah. going to pick his brain. Nick Holland's also here. He's yes. going to join us very shortly. He's the CEO of the Witten Foundation and looking forward to having a chat to him. And Well, they do a great job with the Prostate uh, Foundation and Cancer Razor. Awful lot of money, especially with the, the uh, All-Star match coming up yeah. uh, in the week of the bye. And also a little bit later on, Megan Coburn, author, program coordinator and wellness coach, is going to join us to talk about her latest book. And... I spoke to Andy Marr today, Rowan, about one o'clock, and for the for the men out there, the age group, but it's not like it used to be, mate. It's not not as painful to get a uh, prostate <laughs> check like it. <laughs> like Moon River. <laughs> Actually, it's Old Man River. <laughs> old Man River. That's right. <laughs> well, you're, you're right, Danny. Things things are changing, and and look, what it's great having a chat with Nick yeah. outside there, and uh, just seeing what he's doing with the. What, are the, what are the stats? 
Well, the stats are, in your lifetime, a man has got a one in six chance of developing prostate cancer. Now, mm. putting that perspective, uh, ladies with breast cancer, for which there has been a fantastic awareness Great campaign promotion. for the last couple yep. of decades, uh, breast cancer in women, one in seven to one in eight. So it's more common wow. than breast cancer in women, prostate cancer. And is that right? It's all about... It's the second most common uh, cancer in men, just behind bowel cancer. Yep. And uh, the thing about it, Danny, why there needs to be awareness, and that's why it's going to be great to have a chat to Nick about it, is getting it out there because it's a simple blood test. That's what's required to get the whole thing going. If your blood test is all clear and you still get the digital uh, examination, so you don't yep. miss out there, Danny. Okay, so the PSI, can you talk us through that? That's My yep. brother had a little bit of a high PSI, so he's got to get it checked. Probably every six months. Spot on. Is so that okay? It's actually PSA. I, PSA, I think there PSA is the pressure in your tyres, if I remember <laughs> rightly. But, so you well, I haven't got much pressure in me PSA <laughs> either. So. This nap has that's, done you no good. No, it hasn't. That's probably a different uh, talk, the, the, the pressure valve down there. But anyway. So it's the, it's the prostate-specific <laughs> antigen, as yep. a pound you know, pounds per square inch. So the PSA is, it's a little hormone, it's a chemical that's secreted by the tumour. So yep. we normally say below four or five is normal. As you get older, it tends to rise up a little bit. But if it is above that level, it suggests that there may be something going on in the prostate gland. Why is it an ageing scenario? I'm led to believe some young people can get it, but it's very rare. So what, what age are we talking? Yeah, well, from 45 <laughs> upwards. I mean, young people, and we talk yeah, about being young. under 50 is yeah. young get prostate cancer. The incidence of prostate cancer is higher you get older. So by the time Why? you're about 75 or 80, well, just because the cells are slowly sort of turning over the increased risk of what we call mutations. And there are some people who've got a higher incidence of prostate cancer if you've had a genetic predisposition, mm. like if you've had a first-degree relative who's had prostate cancer, you're likely to get prostate cancer. As you get older, you've got an increased incidence. And they also suggest it's sometimes to do with diet. So processed meats, high fat, Mm. Things that cause cancers in other parts of your body, like bowel cancer, we know is an association. There's an association with prostate cancer. So all cancer. these preservatives in a lot of the food as well? Is that Correct. I mean, we're not, un, you know, the, the, it's not natural, no. Danny, is it? But no. we do know that high fats and processed meats, and as you say, mm. some of the preservatives and chemicals, which are not natural to our bodies, may predispose ourselves to these And of course, sort of well, we're going to get David Parkin, Hawthorne oh, Premiership yes. coach, Carlton Premiership coach, Hawthorne Premiership captain, He's actually lived and breathed the, the prostate scenario where he got diagnosed yes. and has had the prostate taken out. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk to Parker about the, the mental side of that and the anguish and then obviously the rehabilitation, getting back on the bike, as we say. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking to Parker as well. I think one of the things to really talk about is that there's been a massive change in the way we're uh, diagnosing and treating prostate cancer compared to even 10 years ago. Number one, the, the blood test is very sensitive. Yep. Number two, there are new scanning techniques that we're using with MRI. So if you've got an elevated PSA mm -hmm. blood test, you have your MRI scan, and that scanner can pick up these little tumours within the prostate gland, only a couple of millimetres in size, and can predict how aggressive those cancers are going to be, because not every cancer mm. needs an operation. Now, well, my father-in-law is living testimony to that, Barry James, Anita's father. Yes. He had, um, I've got to get this right, he had a, like a, a, a um, steel... He had the prostate seed. Seed, Spot put into on. his prostate. Correct. And then they, they blasted that Yep. Um, for about... 18 months, two years. Radiotherapy. Radiotherapy. They blasted the seed. It's like a metallic type. That's correct. Yeah, and they blasted that, obviously, radiotherapy, 
and he's as good as gold. He's eighty. He's eighty five now. And this, we were talking 10 years ago, so he, he's had no issues whatsoever since. And the treatments have changed significantly. And, of course, we know up to 50 to 75% of the, the operations previously had complications with incontinence and impotence. Mm. And now, if you're a young man, Denny, and we're young yeah. men, that's a significant issue. If you can avoid having the operation, if these things can be modded by what we call serial yep. scanning, showing that the biology of the tumour, the bio, how mm. it behaves is relatively benign, then there's no need for the operation all the consequences that may come from that. So the, so you'd suggest if you're over 45, you would get a blood check, what, twice a year or once a year at no, least? No, no, no. No, you'd only need to get the blood test done every couple of years. Every couple of years. Okay. That's given yeah. if you're not in the high-risk group, such as a first-degree relative. Hereditary? Correct. So if you've had a relative who's had prostate cancer, particularly if it's an aggressive cancer, if they were relatively young when it came on, then it's a good idea to get the PSA test done. Now, it's important also to understand with the MRI scanning that the government has just introduced new rules which start next month that this will be a free scan mm. for men who do have elevated PSA uh, levels in their blood if they do have a high genetic risk or if they've had cancer and need to get further scans to keep an eye on that uh, tumour. So, so that's get, great news. You'll get that. So for, for Joe out there listening right now, yeah. if he's got um, some hereditary issues so the government are going to subsidize they got to pay for it not subsidize it they're going to pay for it so bridge road imaging where rowan you know he's the radiologist to the stars just up here at bridge road well i'm your radiologist no wonder so... you've got a smile on your face <laughs> of the guy oh, no, fourth story on the oh, house coming oh, up gee, i think whiz. no 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 i might upgrade the vest but that'll be about it <laughs> no very very good jack so um we might get Nicky in after after the break, will we, Nick? Holland? I reckon we will. I reckon we're going to take a break here on No Man's. What about any callers? If anyone's got alone? some issues, Jack, or text messages out there? PSI, any issues yeah. with the pressure? Yeah, the PSI, the pressure. There's a few just alerting you to the difference between the two, Spud, but that's okay. That's why we've got the experts in. Correct, this. correct. We get the right people exactly. in to give us the answers that we need. No man should ever walk alone. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real fragrances. Should ever walk alone with Danny Frawley. Twenty minutes past nine o'clock on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real fragrances, and purchase the new Links Gotcha body spray and support men's mental health. Only two dollars ninety nine, and it is available at Chemist Warehouse. Before we get to our next guest, Spud and Rowan, a couple of texts that have come through for you, the Doctor to the Stars. Uh, <laughs> one coming through. Got it at forty. He's happy with that. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he acts is. like he's not, but yeah. he is. Uh, got, head wobble, eh? got it at forty eight. Had brachy. Therapy. So this is regarding prostate cancer. Just explain brachytherapy to us. Yeah, so there are new therapies that have come onto the horizon recently, apart from surgery, and that is uh, radiotherapy. We find that some tumours are very sensitive to radiotherapy. The doctors can, in the radiotherapy uh, department, can focus that beam of radiotherapy quite uh, accurately to target the tumour and diminish any damage to the surrounding soft tissues and brachytherapy is extremely effective and of course without the consequences of you know the, the complications arise from surgery so wonderful uh, treatment and, and seemingly a very good result to 
uh, listener. That's great. And Brad off the text as well says, my family has a history of bowel cancer, so not related to prostate cancer directly. I'm in my late 30s, so what advice do you give for the future? Yeah, well, certainly there is a relationship, a genetic uh, factor with bowel cancer. It can be related to small polyps that develop in the uh, colon. So, look, the advice would be to get uh, a check, see a doc with a view to getting a colonoscopy. And uh, they often do tests looking at the... The, uh, looking for what we call fecal mm. occult blood to see if there's any bleeding that yep. can be a sign of a tumour. And these are simple tests that can be done through the GP's office and then uh, proceed to a colonoscopy. And getting a screening colonoscopy would be well mm. advised. Very important. If you've got some questions or some thoughts, 94291116 or 0433981116. Time for our next guest, but a very powerful yes. man in Melbourne. Jeez, oh, fit looking rooster too. I've had to suck the, uh, yeah. the stomach muscles <laughs> in a little bit, but uh, it's embarrassing. But now the CEO, of the EJ Witten Foundation. I know the Hawthorne supporters would commonly known as Nick Holland. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Spud. Good evening, Jack. And uh, the doctors of the stars, Rowan. Well, how, how fantastic. Does that mean, Jack, that uh, if we all three of us go down, the doc helps Spud out first and we just have to find our own way to the hospital? <laughs> well, we have got a long way to go. without that saying, doesn't it? You're probably <laughs> second <laughs> chance. <laughs> if there's anything left for maybe a Band-Aid left for me, I might be half a chance. Rowan and I... We probably, you know, we will transgress a little bit. We've known each other for a long time, and it's fair Too to say, long, if, if I need mouth to mouth, I don't think Rowan's oh, going to oh, come here. No, so. oh. That's oh. not going to happen. But Nick, um, the EJ Witten Foundation—it's been a, a great initiative. And as Rowan said, breast cancer, and and rightly so, do an outstanding job of promoting um, that magnificent cause. But the EJ Witten Foundation is probably. Um, for, for a couple of years, it went bang. But I think the last two or three years, you've really put the EJ Witten Foundation back on the, the landscape of where it should be and promoting such a, a great cause. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a great organisation, obviously, started uh, to keep the legacy going of the, of the great man, Ted Witten. And uh, 23 years ago, it mm. is now, Danny, that you did the uh, lap of the G wow. with uh, Ted Witten Senior. There wasn't a dry eye nearly to the in, day, the, nearly. In, in the MCG. Yeah, it was around about uh, August it early, when it happened. Early or, July, I reckon. Oh, yeah, sorry, you're right. Early yeah, July. It was a, the state of origin game. Uh, that was to be my first state of origin. I got uh, injured the week before I did my shoulder and um, yeah, missed, missed out on that uh, game. But uh, I was there watching uh, him, him go around yeah. and um, you know, it was voted the most memorable moment at the MCG mm. in a in hundred years. So, wow. um, and then Ted Junior's uh, continued that legacy, and uh, over the twenty three years, raised twelve million. And we've um, we've we've moved from purely prostate cancer to, to men's health. So we like to mm. have an approach where you're physically, mentally, yeah. and and socially uh, healthy, and um, and that's what we try and follow. But uh, our fundraising um, goes towards prostate cancer research and treatment and so it's uh, it's been a great um uh 23 years and and my involvement uh, more recently and you do a lot of work in the community area i'm led to believe and you know we'll talk about the, the funding um where the funds go but not only in the the rural areas but in the indigenous uh area as well yeah so um the the stats show that uh within regional uh australia and, and in particular regional victoria because that's that's where we go to there's a 20% increased uh, mortality rate from prostate cancer mm. in, the, in those regions. Now, that's because um, regional men are still very stoic in their approach. They uh, don't go to uh, doctors. In fact, we're in Taralgan, um for a big event, and uh, the people came in from uh, their farms, and, and one doctor said, oh, this is the first time, because what we do when we go there, we actually take 
uh, a doctor and a nurse and uh, we sit them down, they get their blood pressure taken, they get an opportunity to, to speak mm. to them. He says, this is the first time I've seen a doctor in years. He said, we've, uh, we've got a joke that uh, if either uh, my wife or I go down on the farm, just uh, shoot us then and there because, uh, um, you know, that we're, we're not going to sit. So, so that, that, that's, that's actually what we're dealing with. So yeah. being able to sort of go out to those communities yeah. and interact with, uh, with those people, just make them aware through that, that, that simple blood pressure test, get them talking to a doctor, we can get the message across because... Um, sadly, if what Ted Whitten Senior, uh, so yeah, yeah. So if Ted Whitten Senior presented today, he he'd still die from prostate cancer. Mm. There's no cure for his form of prostate cancer. But if detected early, I was going to say, yeah. would, would he have survived if yeah. he was detected early? Yeah. So yeah. He, he would have had a ninety-eight percent was... chance of survival of okay. living five plus years, wow. and uh, about ninety-seven percent chance of uh, of ten plus wow. years. But if it's not detected early, that survival rate goes down to 26%. Mm. So that's why our message is uh, go, and, uh, go and see your doctor. Um, as uh, as uh, Dr. Rowan mm. said, um, get a, a PSA test. It's it's a pretty simple blood test uh, nowadays. Some people still require the uh, DRE, which is the digital rectal mm. examination, but it's a very small percentage. But go and get that simple blood test once a year and get other things checked out as well. And, of course, Sam Newman, which everyone knows, I think he went – to the doctor initially, his GP for a, a skin spot because um, he was on his boat a fair bit and he saw this spot in his arm and, and then the doctor said, look, that looks okay. We, we should have a, you should get a blood test while we're here. You know, you're here now, we'll get a blood test. Called him 12 hours later and said, mate, you've, uh, you've got to get operated on ASAP like within three or four hours and they got it within two or three days. Wow. So yeah. he was very, very lucky that he went to the doctor for a skin check so you can see how um, it's not detected early enough, and the prevention, preventative me measures is, you know, get get it checked every couple of years. Yeah. Year. See, see, Dr. Owen will probably back me up, but uh, in, in the past there's been a lot of controversy over whether you get a test or whether you, you don't get a test, but um, the EJ Witten Foundation, we, we advocate, and it's what uh, the leading organisations mm. in prostate cancer also advocate, saying at least get that check uh, regularly um you know once a year if you've got a history uh, once every couple of years if you if you, if you don't uh and then you can make the decision and as uh, uh the the doc said there's various different ways that it can be treated and it might not even have to be treated it might just be watch and see and what sorry Ron, go. it's very similar to breast cancer actually nikki you know ladies who've got a high uh, risk of breast cancer get uh, yearly mammograms which is a, i suppose a similar test to yep. what we're talking about relatively speaking, with yeah. the PSA yeah. test. Uh, low risk, it's every two years. But uh, I think where there's been a massive change is and where the PSA test previously has been a little bit uh, controversial because people didn't know how to uh, deal with a high PSA, that the scanning, the MRI mm. scan, is the thing that shows the tumour, shows the biology, and guides the urologist to where he needs to biopsy the gland. And therefore, they can be very accurate in well. diagnosing. Uh, assessing yep. the biology of the gland, uh, the tumour as to how aggressive yep. it is, whether there needs to be surgery, brachytherapy, or whether it can be just monitored with yearly scans. So that's what's really changed in the last few years. So if you if you do get the blood test and uh, your PSA is up fairly high, the MRI then would be the next correct course yep. of intervention. It's not intervention, obviously. It's, it's basically like a big X-ray. Correct. It's lying in a, a scanner for yeah. 45 minutes, a small uh, needle in the back of the hand to get uh, what we call contrast mm. because uh, the tumour yep. does change after that 
contrast, the okay. colour dye yep, is given, yep, yep. and uh, the doctors can then work out uh, the biology, as we call it, the behaviour of the tumour. And you've got plenty of um, sponsors, mate. I was lucky enough to play with you in the EJ Witten Foundation Golf Day at Victoria. We actually got the chocolate shack. Um, did you really? Yeah, it was Irish Ambrose, which was... You and the CEO got the chocolates, <laughs> did you? Yeah, funny uh, about that. A guy from Raddick who... Uh, well, Raddick, not a guy. Raddick who Ray used Charlie, to... Good, yeah, good mate of Good mate of yours. He yeah. used to own Swiss, so he's he's travelling nicely. Yeah. But um, no, we end up getting the chocolates. It was a bit embarrassing, actually. I I didn't. I had to leave early to go to the football, and um, Nick on the CEO had to present the winning golf bags to the team to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, if I remember rightly, the protocol is you uh, donate the uh, trophy no, back. But no, we discussed that. Trophy. We discussed that because we said to Nick, "Well, we all needed a golf bag." And I looked at his golf bag. It was pretty <laughs> raggedy as well. He definitely needed one. It was like a pencil case. Yeah. You are playing too much golf. You've got your well, niblicks on at the moment, I sound No, that. exactly. I was down at the golf range today. Monday's my day off. But obviously, the EJ Witten game, it's now um, front and square with the bye. It's actually turned out beautifully for the EJ Witten Foundation because there's no footy on that weekend. You get all of the Vic All-Stars and the all-stars which you've been a you know a great part of as well yeah. on you know on channel 7 yeah bring bring back state of origin uh with the EJ Witten legends game and uh, similar uh, the, the same sponsor as you guys chemist warehouse yeah, uh, great have job. been our uh, major sponsor so it's great having them on board and uh yeah we we now have the standalone weekend the week before the finals and um yeah, it's just a fantastic get together for all, all the, uh, the the has beens out there getting That's together, good. and we uh, we love getting out there, having a bit of a, a run around and uh, sharing a beer, and that's sort of what we're trying to promote as well. That um, you know, life is is hard, and uh, you you sort of uh, a lot of a lot of complications mm. in life, but make sure you take those moments to enjoy uh, life, to enjoy you know, a game mm. of golf, as, yeah. as as we did that day. We had a, a great game of golf. Um, and also enjoy your mates so you're socially, mentally and physically going well. And that's that's the message that we want to get out there. So just just take that time yeah. to look after yourself. And obviously that game, the, the week of the bye, I'm helping out the, the coaches for Victoria. I, I saw Damien Monkhurst, who is our ruckman at the moment. I've trained off a little bit, but gee, I've just said to Damien, <laughs> can you just, you know, yeah, just do something or maybe... Maybe just say no at the dinner table now and again. Oh, he, no, no, he's a, hey, he's a beauty monkey. He's very hard to shift, but wow, does he take up some space now? The uh, the, the, the Hawks on the on the weekend had the seventy eight, eighty eight, and two thousand and eight premiership, and uh, the talk on the uh, WhatsApp group it uh, it sort of wasn't about the great mark that uh, Dermot Brereton took or you know how tough uh, Don Scott was the Silrioli tackle yeah, the, yeah the, things like yeah. that it was about gee who, who's swallowed a tontine pillow Robbie Campbell's a few there. even Steve Gillum who works at Swiss was premiership player yeah you know, we've all we've all thickened up somewhat but and, there's a bit of a thickening of the girth there from the few guys. Even Chance Bateman, who's gone yes. across to WA, has uh, taken the opportunity to go take Melbourne hipster to WA because he came back with a <laughs> with a beard and a, uh, and a and a and a grey uh, sort of teacher's jacket on. So he's he's very hipster nowadays. And it's probably such a you know again the reunions are such they're ten years. So again, you know you like to see everyone there at that ten year reunion after another 20 but as you said these these things are very important to make sure you can enjoy the good times and those reunions because we've all had mates and and people with this uh 
hideous disease. Well, it's not, it is a hideous disease. It's just one of those things that's a part of the, the male DNA. And I think it's something we, you know, the EJ Witten Foundation do a great job promoting. You get older, there's more chance you don't know, get it, Danny, so why not get the blood test early? I must say, instead of getting a 10 or 20-year reunion, why don't you do it on weight? Just say, okay, we've all put on about a tonne. <laughs> In total, we'll have a one-tonne reunion. Because <laughs> that's right, when that's you not calculate bad. some of the... Pl- you know, we had our, Drink responsibly, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> As you're eating a pie. And, yeah. Remember, keep off the processed meat and the low fats. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. But we had our uh, reunion for medicine not so long ago. I calculated we'd all put on a total of two and a half tons. It was wow. fairly impressive, mainly the men. Yeah. But lost yeah. about half a ton in hair. And that was just a graduating class of six people, was it? <laughs> so what about the what, uh, any other issues there from the EJ Witten Foundation? Oh, it's uh, it, it's actually I've been in the role for about uh, thirteen months, and um, yeah, it's been a pretty busy time. We've uh, launched the uh, a partnership with King's Domain Barbers, so okay. not only are we appealing to that uh, forty five uh, plus men, but also uh, as as you know, Danny, for eighteen to forty five year old men, uh, the the biggest cause of death of Australian men is actually suicide, yeah. so mental health problems. Yep. So we want to actually be able to get to those people. So with King's Domain Barbers, while they're sitting in their barber chair, mm. they're going to um, spread the message for oh, us because they, they get people through their, their chairs every day and just have a chance to sit down and, and talk about those things. And um, you know, then they're getting the men's health message early. So when they do come to 45, 50 and they get the more serious problems, they're already taking care of their health. Here, here, I reckon, yep. Spud. No, here, here. Well done. He's doing a wonderful job. We'll take a break. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks for having it. me. Thank you for popping Good on in. Nick. No, How fantastic. fit is he look, by the way? Oh, too. it's embarrassing. That's why we get him out of here. I saw some of his Instagram Rowan, photos. Are you happy to hang around for Parker? Yeah, love to have a chat with David. David, yeah, we're going to have some real life uh, story now with David Parkin, who's lived and breathed it. So um, it'll be great. Ron White's going to stick around. The Vespa will stay parked for now. Nicole and leaving us. David Parkin to join us on the other side of this. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. Plenty happening in this edition of No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real fragrances. Purchase the new Link's Gotcha Body Spray and support men's mental health. Only $2.99 and it is available at Chemist Warehouse. A little bit later on, uh, this hour, Spud, Megan Coburn's going to join us uh, in the studio. Going to Looking tell us to that. about. But before we get there, uh, more football royalty being rolled through tonight. Well, we had Nick Holland, who, you know, he's, he was a very good footballer. Uh, we've got very rare do you get the opportunity to interview a premiership captain, a premiership coach of that club, and then goes to another club and wins another couple of flags, or three, sorry, Three flags at Carlton, and uh, he's an AFL legend. I'm going to. Uh, good evening, David Parkin. Good day, Dan. How are you? Going well. It, how's the uh, health after the Premiership reunion? Obviously, uh, yourself being the Premiership coach of the '78 on the weekend. We had a. Uh, they do it pretty well, Hawthorne. I uh, haven't enjoyed a day so much when you get '78. What was it? '88 and 2008 blokes all together. On the one night, we were filthy on the 98 place. We don't know what happened to them. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a yeah, really good day. They organised a fantastic uh, fantastic day, yeah. And um, 
and rightly so, 78. It's it's a fairly long, you know, 30 years ago, basically. So everyone just about there, were they? Uh, yes, all those living. Uh, yeah. We lost a couple like David O'Halloran yeah, wow. um, was, yeah, uh, rubber. He was one of those uh, very important parts of that particular team. But, uh, yeah, they, they've stayed together. They've remained pretty good mates because we, we get together regularly. I know most teams who been lucky enough to get on that pathway, Dan, uh, do get together and enjoy each other's company. When you accomplish something like that, it's uh, pretty special. And we've um, we've got you on, Parko, at the top of the show. We've had, uh, we've got Dr. Rowan White here. I know you know Rowan he's through his beautiful partner, Sarah. We've got yeah. Rowan here. G'day, David. G'day, Rowan. How are you? Yeah, he's part of the family. Well, he is. part of his family, or one or the other. No, we've embraced you wholeheartedly, David, I must say. <laughs> Actually, Dan Actually, says... I was, I was just talking to David yesterday. wasn't that glowing of you, Rowan. He said, <laughs> said you're a bit of a dickhead at times, but anyway. Well, he's no, a very astute man, Danny. Hey, listen, Dan, don't do that. I need him. I've no. you know, got something wrong with my head or my heart or my whatever I, else. Oh, the first bloke I go and see for a picture of me is Rowan. I can uh, well, tell you, Danny, that he is a star, so I like being a doctor to David. That's and I'll sure. tell you what, he does look young for his age. Oh, now, yes. Parko, we've had Rowan talking about, you know, the... Um, the promotion we've had Nick uh, of Prostate, Nick uh, Holland, the CEO of the Ted Whitten Foundation. And we thought we'd get someone on who's lived and breathed um, the prostate cancer. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on. And what, how, obviously, how did it come about? The blood test, the doctor said, mate, you're in a bit of strife. How did it all come about? Yeah, Dan, look, I, I'm one of those ones lucky one, chose his parents well. Dad uh, died of the disease. He chose not to go down the pathway of any form of treatment. His father, I find out in retrospect, also died of prostate. Wow. When you've got a family history, and we had a good family, open and talk about those. You've got a brother who's a doctor, very aware, Dan. So I had the, I guess, the blood test every year from 30 and the digital rectal uh, as well. And I guess when you've got a genetic history like that, you're a fool if you don't. And I'm very upset about the blokes who a don't care about their genetic history, or if they know about it, don't want to do anything about it. I think that I, I fundamentally can't understand that. So at least I knew I was on the pathway. I was diligent, probably from 30 once a year, from 60 twice a year, and I had a doubling of my PSA, the blood test, at whatever it was, 65 yep. or 66, which then suggests that I might have a problem. We have the capacity now, as Rowan would tell you, to um, to get a biopsy, which probably gives you a clearer indication as to how aggressive that cancer was. I had a Gleason score, and you'd know better than me, Row, but it was uh, 9.8 or something like that, which suggested yes. that I was in a bit of trouble. Yeah, that's certainly elevated. We'd sort of say uh, Gleason three and above is uh, getting mm. up there. So yeah, you're right, David. And but gee, Danny, we're just talking about yep. that awareness and uh, talking about first degree relatives. Mm. And uh, as David pointed out, he was diligent enough to do that. And uh, and you know, David, we can be quite frank and say, well, that's why you're with us today. Oh yeah, definitely. And then Rowan, on top of that, you've got the difficulty of what you know if you're in that sort of trouble. What treatment do you have? And we, of course, we've got. You know, the combinate, well, we've got, we've got radiotherapy or, in fact, having surgery. And I guess, I don't know, Ron, it might be a bit harder. It depends on which 
urologist you go to, whether he's got a $1.5 million robot that he needs to pay mm. off or whether he treats you with radiotherapy. And, I, you know, you're better qualified to talk about that. But uh, it's it's a difficult decision. Do I get treated? And then, yes, if the necessity is to have some treatment, which treatment pathway do you follow? Well, that, that's right, uh, David. And, and certainly in the last five years, and we are talking about that earlier, that uh, with the new MRI techniques yes. at scanning these tumours, we can work out their biology. And there are some tumours that are being picked up that they're so low grade that there is no need for any treatment. These things just need to be watched on a yearly basis. There are others that are moderate grade that, uh, you know, the, the scans can show the urologist where that area needs to be biopsied. So a small piece of it comes out and mm. the pathologist looks and gives a more accurate uh, estimate yes. of how aggressive it is and whether surgery is needed or not. And also the scan can show where the nerves are and the blood vessels to guide the surgeons to get more accurate uh, surgery to yep. diminish those risks uh, that we know about of incontinence and... Uh, Rectile dysfunction. Uh, cor correct. Uh, yep. So it's really streets ahead, David, uh, than what it was, you know, even five or ten years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's great that we're raising the money. I mean, we talked about the Ted Whitten Foundation, and we have our own little foundation, the Mailbag Foundation, yep. and we're going for our life raising money in rural, regional Australia and buying, you know, perineal, what they call it, trans transperineal biopsy machines yes. so that people get a better idea of, whether they're in trouble or not, and they can do that in their local, rural, regional parts of Australia. So there's a, and you know better than anybody, Rowan, there's so much research being done, funds being raised. We haven't been as good as the women. We'd have to mm, say that yep. women, in terms of breast cancer, probably have done it better, faster, and uh, and are getting, uh, you know, like, but certainly the support with nurses, etc., looking after women have gone down that pathway. We're doing it better than we were, but we've got a lot of work to do. Well, I congratulate you on what yeah. you've done, David, because I know that we've spoken about it. And there's one thing I was just saying to Danny that I thought was kind of ironic. You did that uh, motorcycle trip from uh, yep. Melbourne to Perth across the Nullarbor yep. on those little postal bikes. Can I ask you a question? What was more sore, the digital examination or the ride across the Nullarbor <laughs> on a motorbike? <laughs> well, I had that many digital examinations, I was starting to enjoy it. Uh, no, I, I have Look, I said that in some... Mixed company the other night, and the lady came over and asked us, I think you should keep those sort of comments to your football mates, she said. <laughs> but uh, I see Dan on the bike now. I laugh like mad. Uh, He's riding a fair nick and made a bike. But we we ride these pasties, and there's about 30 of us in the group. We have a ball, you know, that we go all over rural, regional yeah, Australia. Fantastic. And uh, we raise money, but, geez, we have a hell of a good time doing it. And Rowan, uh, and you'd be uh, great to hear this, Parko, obviously with your hereditary scenario with prostate now the yep. government uh, are funding anyone with her hereditary diseases such as prostate get it uh, foc yeah well, well, oh i do well tell me about it yeah so uh, in july the, the government has announced that there will be uh, free prostate mri scans so the people who have high have high risk so a, a genetic oh. predisposition like you had david if you've yes. got a high psa uh, or if the specialist shows that the th the uh, prostate gland is significantly enlarged then that uh, is a, a free scan which is a huge 
leap forward in in the management oh, right, of uh, yeah. prostate disease. I didn't disease. know that. Is that that? Yep. That's, you know about it. Has it been publicly announced? Well, no. no I suppose we're announcing it now. It's been rushed sure, through. Yeah. There's a big lobby group amongst the uh, surgeons, the specialists in this area, which is uh, fantastic. It's well, brilliant. Oh, uh, Rowan, that's a that's a massive breakthrough. No, it's a huge breakthrough. Not only that, Parker, Rowan's actually going to take you and I and uh, and. Jack uh, down to uh, the flower drum because, as you know, Rowan's a radiologist, so he's more than happy <laughs> to take a bit of the money, the government money, for all the right reasons, I should say. Well, that, that's not entirely true. We'll go for Yum Chow. We'll hold it. We'll do it. We'll, I'll meet you halfway. Rowan, don't tell me you've been looking after me for twenty years. I owe you plenty. So, <laughs> can I uh, actually? Can I make one other point about David's yep. lifestyle and the yep. way he approaches things? I mean, look, I know how old David yep. is. I think. You know, we know from his footy days. He looks like a man who's 20 or 30 years his youth. Yeah. And my father-in-law here are good mates, and they knock around with each other, as you're saying, with the postal yeah. uh, group. They, they do it well. This is this is what men's health's about, Danny. No, it, it certainly is, Parko. So before we let you go, this I really appreciate you coming on the show. It gets podcast all around rural Australia. What would you tell the old farmer sitting on the tractor? What, what advice can you give to him, Parko, if he's listening to this right now? Well... Get off your backside, and, and if you won't do it for yourself, and this is the trouble with rural regional Australia, Dan, as you know, you, yep. you're a country boy yep. yourself. We, we think we're bulletproof, and it's not going to happen. Well, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for those who love you and need you. So get to your doctor every, you know, like yep. every year you should be going to your GP and doing all you can to make, assess what you have. And that's not just with prostate, but for heart disease and diabetes and all the things that might be you know, treatable along the way that you can stay alive and healthier longer. I think it's a great thing for your families that I think you owe it too. So get off your backside and do it. I really appreciate your time, Parko, and you, Rowan. Um, Rowan will get that invite down to the flower drum very shortly, Parko. Well, I'd appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. Good on you, mate. Rowan, thank you for well coming done, in Rowan. as well. Thank Outstanding. You, Thank you, Danny. Well done, mate. Have a jelly baby. Cheers, Dr. Your stars, <laughs> Rowan White. We're going to take a break. <laughs> Megan Coburn to join us on the other side of this. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. As always, we're brought to you by Chemist Warehouse, the real home of fragrances. A big thanks to Rowan White, Nick mm. Holland, and also David Parkin for joining us. But Spud, one more guest to finish off the hour. Megan Coburn is her name, and she's got a terrific story to share with everyone tonight. Hello, Megan. Hello. Thank you for uh, coming on in. Now, the statistic here of almost half of Australians will experience mental illness in their lifetime. That's right, yes. It's a big number, isn't it? It's massive. It's very mm. scary, actually. And your experiences are very real and at times very scary as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, about three years ago, I hit rock bottom myself mm. um, with mental illness and lying on the couch, bawling my eyes out, decided I was going to put a book together. So with, with that three, there's always a bit of a tipping point. Did, what Leading into that, for the people listening at home, was it something that you were aware of? You had depression or it just, it just ballooned out of control? Yeah, I was aware of it. Um, you know, I was a very sensitive person and um, I think stress played a big part in my um, 
hitting rock bottom and putting way too much pressure on myself. So things have changed a lot since mm. then. I'm a lot kinder to myself now and, um, yeah, not um, putting so much pressure on myself. And as I said, I've been down the road, you've been through, and I must admit you've, you're just about to put a book out, Be Brave, Be Bold, Be You. It's uh, I've, I've just had a quick read. It's, it's, uh, it's your experiences, which are great, and it's great for someone out there that's probably going through a situation you're going, you went through and I went through three or four years ago to, to have something to read that, okay, Megan's different to me, but there's, a, there's a, some great um, scenarios in there about diet, yoga, mindfulness, not beating yourself up, what you talked about. It's, um, you should be very proud for a start. Well, so when does this go, come out for sale? Because I'm, I'm So my one. grand final is this Saturday. <laughs> Your Good grand final. Well done. <laughs> Launching, yeah, this Saturday. So Where's the launch? Uh, Greenfields in Albert Park. Lakeside Drive and Queens Road. Saturday, June 23 from 7 till 10 p.m. Drinks and nibbles of provided spot. Good on you. That's outstanding. It, it really is. You should be proud. And it's such a... Um, you know, someone to put this book out ten or fifteen years ago, it wouldn't have got the light of day. People say, "Oh, gee, you've got a you've got an illness." Oh, sorry about that. Um, you know, it's a bit of a shame. But now, as you said, that the stats out there are they they are alarming. But it, the facts are, most people are going to go through some ups and downs, aren't they? Yeah, life's definitely going to throw you some some mean curveballs. And um, you know, if you've got the tools and um, you're understanding your mental health and mental well being. To get through those um, those challenging times, then it's um, you know gives you a better better understanding about life. So take us through the book. What yeah. what features in the book? Because as we've said, a lot of it's going to be very real and and raw because it was written by you about you. So yeah. what sort of topics and areas are, are covered off, and in particular some of the rawer stories that you shared in the book? Um, well, there's 26 other people in the in the book. Yeah. Um, so they they uh, write you know, their name, age, um, what mental health battle they had, mm. a bit about their story, and then four things they do daily to keep mentally well. Um, obviously, as um, Spud mm. said before, you know, everyone's going to be different. So, um, you know, what works for me is not going to work for everyone. Um, and then also I wanted to give them, you know, some exercises they could do that I sort of did on my recovery. Um, you know, like exercise is a massive part of, um, you know, mental health and mental well-being. Um, and then, you know, the um, nutrition, your diet's very, very important. Um, mindfulness, meditation, yoga, there's some yoga poses mm. in there, you know, that people can do on their own in, you know, in, in their house um, by themselves so people don't have to know what they're doing. And you're a, you're a wellness coach yourself and a, and a personal trainer. Was this the job you had Pre, pre-book or have you had a whole new change of lifestyle? Well, I do that on the side. So I'm project coordinator okay. full time. And okay. then, yeah, this book was all self-funded and all sort of a side project from my full-time job. And there's a couple of uh, stories within this yeah. book as well, Megan. Gavin Krasiska, yeah. Collingwood Premiership player. Uh, Lance Pachoni, Hawthorne mm. and North Melbourne football. And also uh, the CEO of Love Me Love You uh, Foundation. And horse trainer John Sadler as well. Yeah. They share their stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, all the profits to the book are actually going to the Love Me Love You Foundation. Um, so the chairman Luke Livingston and I grew up in country Victoria together. So us country folks have to stick together. <laughs> is that Luke as Carlton fame? Yeah, yeah, yep. good, excellent. So he grew up in Kerrang, and I grew up in the small country town of Swan Hill. Oh, very good. On the Murray River. Um, so yeah, decided that um, they're doing some great work um, with youth mental health and mental well-being. So decided to 
give the profits to their charity. Um, John Sadler's a great guy. He's so loving and um, he rocked up to the photo shoot um, straight from Flemington and um, <laughs> he had his um, binoculars and his stopwatch. So, and his so sunglasses. <laughs> he was quite a laugh on the day. So how do we... How do we buy this book? Do we get on a website or yeah? So how do just we do get it? on um, www.bebravebebolbu.org um, and order your copy. Yeah, this um, gets podcast. So there's a lot of country people. I just my antennas went up um, about the Swan Hill. I'm coaching the Vic Country team in about three weeks. There's a lad from Swan Hill. Gee, you can play um, Xavier Maloney. Yeah, I'm not sure you know the yeah, name. Yeah, he but plays the Swan Hill. Gee I think whiz. if I'm correct. Yeah, he does. He's Dad will an, kill me if I'm not. <laughs> he's an absolute ripper. Is that right? Yeah, okay. He's he's, he's over the age of getting drafted, uh, Jack, but you look at him playing to think, how did he slip through the net, this guy? Mm. He's an absolute cracker. Uh, Megan, thank you for yeah, coming well in. Megan. Really appreciate it. No, thanks so much for having me. No, uh, we'll tweet it out. We'll get a photo and we'll put this on tweet and we'll... We'll get these books sold before the weekend's out. And you can also go to the launch on Saturday, June 23 at Albert Park, Greenfields, Lakeside Drive and Queens Road. Drinks and nibbles are provided. So, again, thank you for coming in. And good luck with the book. It's wonderful that you and so many others have shared well their done. stories. Thank you. Spud, we're done. We're done. Uh, great show, Jack. Looking forward to next week. We've got a bit of a segue, really, from... Um, uh, beautiful Megan's book, Be Brave, Be Bold, Be You. We're going to have one of the yoga experts to the stars warrior 10 dustin's coming in to talk about yoga so we want the men to start embracing a bit of yoga jack that is coming up next week on no man should ever walk alone thank you spud we'll hear from you next week